0: Tell me where this is. Shout it out if you know. Shout it out. Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace. Fantastic. That is exactly where it is. Put your hands up if you've been there. Uh, yes, indeed. So this was us well, last September. That was us up at Buckingham Palace as well, up in London, like so many others, swept along in the once-in-a-lifetime events at the end of the Queen's reign. There were thousands, thousands of people, as you probably no doubt know. But we suddenly, while we're walking past the front of Buckingham Palace, suddenly aware that something is happening. Some sense in the crowd, snippets of conversation, hinting that something was coming. So we wandered over to the barriers and began to listen to the conversations going on around us, murmurs that someone was coming. Now, the official nearest our barrier was keen for us not to miss out and heavily hinted that maybe someone was coming out of the palace in about 45 minutes. A member of the royal household, they didn't know who it was, they had no idea, but 45 minutes. Oh, that's a long time, isn't it? I mean, if you're going on a ride at Chessington, it's a long ride or wherever you are. But this felt like a once in a lifetime event. So we prepared, were prepared to wait. Something was certainly coming. Now, everyone say, something was certainly coming. Isn't it amazing how exciting news travels? Now, take yourselves back. To the time of Jesus' arrival in Jerusalem. No television, no mobile phones, no <laughs> newspapers, just word of mouth. Something was certainly coming. Everyone say. Something was certainly coming. The crowd line the streets. The word is that Jesus, it's Jesus who is coming, the Messiah, and the equivalent of the red carpet is laid in front of him as one by one, cloak after cloak is laid in front. Something was certainly coming. coming. Now, back at Buckingham Palace, we begin to hear a noise. The crowd to our left, we can't see, bear in mind, just, just people, all we can see. And over to our left, Is that a noise that we can hear? Is something happening? All around us goes a little quieter as we strain. Are we imagining it? We're not imagining it. Something is happening. Someone is coming. And voices, cries and cheers like a wave begin to rise. Something was certainly coming. Now the disciples are with Jesus the 12 but also many many others who've been following Jesus witnessing miracles and wonders that no normal man could do Jesus 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 and voices praising and singing crying out with joy come into view the joy wells up in the people and the palm leaves and the cloaks wave in mighty praise king Jesus Now Luke 19:38 says the disciples shouted Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Everyone say, blessed Blessed is is the king. But not everyone feels the joy. Teacher, rebuke your disciples, some of the Pharisees say. Why did the Pharisees say this? Well, you can probably understand that being people of discipline, that Pharisees would be very set in their ways, safe in their ways, the only ways they'd ever, ever known. And all these people shouting and following were going against their flow. Blessed is the king, I tell you, Jesus says, he replies if they keep quiet the stones will cry out is the king. but what of these stones what of these stones some there are some thoughts that biblical scholars have come up with firstly that the meaning of the stones will cry out reflects that creation will speak what is true whether we as humans acknowledge it or not. A second meaning of the stones will cry out could refer to Jesus' prophecy about the crumbling Jerusalem and the temple, and specifically the physical rubble of stones. Let's look again at that reading, Luke 19, 41-42. Let's listen to this. It says, as Jesus approached Jerusalem and saw the city He wept over it. And he said, if you, even you, had known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. And in fact, in 70 AD, a mere 40 years later from Jesus' statement here, the very thing happens. Rome barricades Jerusalem and then tears the city and the temple to the ground. But thirdly, and interestingly, the phrase that the people shout out, is he. Is from Psalm 118, verse 26. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And four verses before this, in verse 22, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The people the people here are the stones that make up that house. So whichever way you look at the references to the stones, something was certainly coming. And why did the people shout, blessed is the king, and not those Pharisees, I wonder? Well. We know that the people following Jesus had seen many signs with their own eyes. They'd heard about the signs, the miracles that Jesus had done. And it had convinced them to recognize and acknowledge that Jesus was truly the King of Kings. They couldn't help but praise but those Pharisees had missed the signs. They would have heard, they would have heard about all those signs and miracles and the wonders, but they were hidden from their hearts. Their ability to accept was clouded. So they made excuses not to recognize Jesus as the King. But what about you? And me, maybe we're guilty of missing the signs. Just like the Pharisees. Is our ability to praise Jesus clouded by the busyness of modern day distractions and the lack of time? In our house group this week, we were thinking about Martha And her relationship with Jesus as someone who knew him on a personal, personal level. What it was like to talk to Jesus in the everyday. To to her, he was a familiar friend. Which got us thinking about our daily relationship with Jesus and how we show our love and praise when we chat with him. And there were suggestions of the beauty of a walk that opens our eyes to praise God's creation, or music and songs that praise, and as we sing, we're praising God's awesomeness, or a dedicated space, a prayer war room where encounters with Jesus and powerful prayer And praise rise up. The crowd couldn't help but recognize Jesus. So here's us back at Buckingham Palace. Cheers and shouts and praise went up as a royal car went past us. We could see a little flag on the top of the car. We knew it was important. Still no idea who was in it. And with excitement, we recognized it to be the king, King Charles III. We were quite in disbelief. Everybody around us was like, oh my goodness, we've just seen the king himself. So I wonder how the crowd on Palm Sunday felt when they saw the king. The King of Kings himself, Jesus. And as the band come on up, I'd like us to take an opportunity this Palm Sunday to say we recognize you, Jesus, as the King of Kings. And for our praise, to sing out. So in a moment, you're going to be invited to come forward and come over here to the foot of the cross and collect two items. One, a stone to remind us that we are the stones that make up the house of God. And we will cry out our praise as we recognize the King of Kings. And secondly, a palm cross. That Good Friday to remind us that Good Friday is certainly coming. That nothing will stand in the way of his resurrection on Easter Sunday. And we will praise him. Let's stand and sing. Do come forward.